The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Dynamite at Grand Slam in New York City for the first time ever. It's the Sex Gods going one-on-one. Jericho versus Guevara for the first time ever, like I say. Lots of history behind this match. Sammy and I have been together for four years since the very first episode of Dynamite. We've been together through highs and lows, ups and downs and ups again. As a matter of fact, we wanted to remind you about some of the great memories and great times we've had over those years. Let's check out the package that we put together for you guys here tonight. Right here in Cincinnati. Jericho is like a father figure to me. We're not just best friends. Keep dreaming bigger dreams. We're brothers. We're blood brothers. We'll don't forget. Don't let me go. Everyone up and 
was beautiful. Absolutely. You look like a little baby in those early years, man. Uh, Chris, I have a confession. But, but, but. I still don't know the lyrics to Judas. <laughs> I'm, I'll still learn. I'm still learning. You weren't in key either, so don't worry about it. October 21st, 2018, I was watching the NWA 70th anniversary pay-per-view. And on one of the prelim matches, I saw a kid called Sammy Guevara. And I was completely blown away to the point I called Tony Khan right then and there and said, we need to sign this kid. I was blown away by his athleticism, by his creativity, by the way he looked, by the way he carried himself. I wasn't blown away by the giant panda that you wore in your head back then. But I knew that he had what it took to be a big star and I wanted him with me to help him out as much as I possibly could. Heartfelt words from Jericho. And over the years, I've watched Sammy grow from a boy into a man. Seriously, I've seen him mature. I've seen you win titles. I've seen you get married, and now you're ready to give birth to the very, ba very, very baby girl of your own. Your wife is ready to give birth. But I just want to say, listen, man, I'm really proud of you and everything you've accomplished over the last four years. I'm serious. That's really cool of Chris. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I know the, the typical wrestling thing is to come out here and talk some trash about your brother, but I don't want to do that. You're my friend and Truthfully, you inspire me. When I was a kid, I used to do code breakers in my mom's backyard. And so I wanted to come out here before one of the biggest matches of my life and say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for changing my life. Thank you for changing so many people back there's life. Because without Chris Jericho, there is no AEW. But truthfully, Chris, I didn't come to this company to just be Chris Jericho's sidekick. I got into professional wrestling to be the man, to be world champion. I want this place to look at me the way they look at Mox, the way they look at Danielson, the way they look at you. But I know, I know in my heart that's never gonna happen as long as I'm in your shadow. So that's why I need to beat you next week. It's true, everything you said is true, but let me get one thing straight, Sammy. You were never brought into AEW to be Chris Jericho's sidekick, okay? You were brought here to become a main event player, a money-making draw for AEW, and you are getting closer and closer every single week. And that's why I told you months ago, I told you and Danny Garcia too, if you want to get to the next level, you got to do it outside of Chris Jericho's influence. You have to do it on your own. And next week, 
you have the biggest opportunity to do that. You're right, it's one of the biggest matches of your career, it's one of the biggest matches of my career. And you have to beat me to get to the next level. But if you're gonna beat Chris Jericho, you're gonna have to be the best Sammy Guevara that you've ever been. You're gonna have to be better than you've ever been before if you have a chance to beat me. But I don't think you're ready to beat me yet. And there it is. That's why I need to beat you next week. Because you don't truly respect me like I respect you. It's whatever Jericho wants. That's what it's been like for four years. So you know what, Chris? Next week, I'm gonna beat you as this man, not, not the 2018 me at NWA 70, not the Sammy Guevara with a panda head. The man, Sammy Guevara, standing in front of you right now is gonna beat you. And I'm gonna earn your respect, and then we're gonna shake hands, we're gonna hug, and we're gonna win some tag team titles. trying to get into Sammy's head ahead of Dynamite Grand Slam one week from tonight. Actually, I think he's already in his head. Let me make something perfectly clear, Sammy. Next week, I'm gonna give you the match of your life. And I'm not gonna go easy on you. I'm going to beat the living hell out of you. I'm gonna punch you harder than I've ever punched anybody in my life. And I expect the exact same thing from you. I wouldn't want it any other way.
Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Christopher Ann. Podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite. Yes, folks, welcome to the Wednesday Night Skirmish brought to you by the PWC Network. Who is the PWC Network? I hear you asking, my astute friends. Well, that starts with me. I'm Christopher Ams. That's A M D S, like Lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. And don't you worry if you ever forget how to spell my last name. Hey, just remind you at the beginning of every show. All right, well, joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast. It's not COVID today, but he's sick and tired, but he's never told anybody else that, hey, you're fired. Uh, Jimmy T of the PWC. Jimmy, welcome to the show, brother. I see what you did there. I like it. I was good. Very good. No, I haven't fired no one from the PWC network. In fact, maybe one person, actually, per se. If you yeah. know what I'm talking about, that was a long time ago. But he deserved it. That's a whole different story. But no, in the last year or so, I have not fired nobody. That's Still. right. Well, we, we, we fired Billy Body before we hired him. That's right. He, he hadn't technically even applied, but we fired him just to get it out of the way so that we weren't left behind, along with all of the other wrestling websites that fired him. So. <laughs> but, see, that's why he's relegated to the back over there. You know, bad, bad body over there. But, in saying that, I am feeling a lot better, and it is not COVID. You know what, but my immune system is rocking, bro. I got over it pretty much in two days. I still sound a little congested, but I'm pretty much better. So I'm ready to roll, and yeah, I'm happy to be back. Right on. Well, Jimmy, I have a, I have a question that I'd like to ask you. This is a, this is a simple question, I think, mathematically, but I think that, you, you, you know, 
which is the greater number, right? 81,032 or 72,265. One of those numbers is smaller than the other, Jimmy. It is? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Maybe he he, uh, did seven plus two, and then that's all you got as the overall in thousands. Think about it. Seven plus two equals nine? Oh, no. Yes, it does. So wait a minute. Then he didn't he say 90,000 people attended? That's that's what he said. But I mean, if 90,000 people attended, it means that he gave out almost 20,000 tickets. So that's wow. too many. Well, to quote the great Joel Gertner from ECW, well, well, well. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, before anyone bites my head off, I understand they sold 81,000 tickets, but not everybody turned up. But as far as the turnstiles go, 73,000 people attended, bro. Biggest fucking attendance in pro wrestling history. Right. So so what they would like you to believe, and what I do not believe at all, is that upwards of 8,000 people bought tickets and then just didn't bother showing up to the show. That, I, I'm not sure I believe that. I think maybe 8,000 tickets were sold to... You know, T-Con and K-Tony and, uh, you know, Coney-Ton and oh. uh, several other people of that ilk. What about the Khan for Mortal Kombat, bro? It could have been. Yeah, it could be. For sure. Could it be him? Yeah. Well, what about Shao Kahn? Did he buy... Shao Kahn might have. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. true. That makes things interesting. I mean... What's hilarious, dude? I look, and to give him the benefit of the doubt, which is a slight benefit of the doubt, when I went to the WBPLE that was held here back in 2018, uh-huh. right? Uh, Super Showdown, which was live on pay per view at the time. Um, I must admit, I bought a spare ticket. Like, I actually bought an extra ticket by accident. But not by accident. I didn't like where I was sitting when I got that ticket, right? So I ended up buying new tickets, per se. So, you know, and I didn't even sell that ticket, ironically. But, uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe you did buy all the tickets. Maybe, maybe, hey, you know what? I think we just solved it. Those 8,000 tickets were actually bought by Jimmy T of the PWC, who didn't right. show up. I didn't show up. Hey, I've done that before, by the way. I've, I've, I've actually bought tickets before and not gone to the event. So it happens, but it's fishy. It's, it's a little fishy. 8,000 people did that? I'm... I'm not sure. All right, well, we've got a bunch of people already in the comments, so welcome, everybody. Welcome to Piers Austin, uh, Todd Brantley, Lizbeth, Javi, and... And Chris Wimland. Well, welcome, yeah, and, everybody. And, who's, and to the chat, who the fuck is Kevin? What's going on here? What are we missing? Who's not nice to Kevin? And who is nice to Kevin? Who the fuck is Kevin? Who's nice Kevin? I have no idea. Something's going on in the chat, but uh, maybe we'll find out. All right, chat. Let us know who the hell Kevin is, because uh, we wanna we we wanna maybe go ahead and fire him before uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hope it's not our actual Kevin. You know, Panetta, sexy time. I doubt it. Yeah, but everybody hates Kevin, it seems. But uh, yeah, man. Um, Why would I hate Kevin? I don't, I don't know, Kevin. bro. I mean, Kevin needs to fucking do some sit-ups already and work on his fucking stomach. He's starting to get fat, that guy. He's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kevin Panetta, you're talking about? Yeah, it's gross, He's man. He's the do fattest cut-up zone, bro. Fuck. 
I don't, I don't know why they call him Sexy Time, bro. Why do, why do they call him Sexy Time? I, I want to say it's an ironic nickname. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when you got like a. It's like when you you have like a big fat friend and everyone calls him Tiny. <laughs> Tiny man, all I'm saying is, Sexy Time Kevin Panetta should be called Fat Time Kevin Panetta. Uh, oh, look, Facebook user, I think that might be him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay, oh, Kev. We love oh, you. Man. No, hey, dude, we're, we're, brought, we're bringing up your name because the chat seems to hate a Kevin, and we're just hoping it's not you. Yeah, it, sh Did it you shouldn't. Watch Dynamite? It shouldn't be Kevin. Kevin's great. No, we love you, Kev. Man, we need you on the show. It's always fucking. That's nothing's ever aligning lately. But uh, yeah, man, we miss you, you motherfucker. God damn it. Oh, it's not him. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that. Oh, I don't even know anymore. I have no idea who the hell anyone is anymore, but he loves us and we love you too. Kevin, I think. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, what else What else from the news? Is anything else going on? Uh, um, there was something I was meant to bring. Oh, wow, there was okay. an official merger that happened just a couple of days ago in TKO. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, we've sort of... We've, we've sort of gone over it already, right? Um, as far as like the merger and everything. So that is, so the Facebook user is Kevin Panetta, but that's not the Kevin they're talking He's about. Bernard. He's Bernard Panetta. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. Bernard. No, I know they're not talking about you, man. We're just fucking around, Kev. But you need to lose some weight, bro. Jesus. Seriously, do some I mean, we're much bro. skinnier than you. God damn lazy. it, pal. Just fucking lazy. <laughs> Come on, bro. But yeah, sorry, Chris. Continue on. I have I have more muscles on my face than you have on your stomach. <laughs> you I have more muscles on my finger than his stomach, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's got a he's got to do some sit ups. It's fucking gross. Oh, shit. Just kidding. No, just, just kidding, bro. You yeah, got yeah, fucking better abs than all of us here, bro. Yeah, God damn it. That's fucking awesome. All right. Um. Well, yeah. Okay. There's the merger. Like I said, we've already we've already sort of talked. We've already sort of talked about it, about the merger, right? Like a long time ago, we talked about it. We discussed it. Um, uh, oh, one thing that was interesting was uh, uh, Nick Khan was asked about the possibility of CM Punk returning. And you feel you uh, mean feel. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it seemed to me like the door is open for possible discussions, which, um, well, hey. It depends how you interpret it, Chris, because others say <laughs> he pretty much you know, buried him, which I don't see it that way. And then others say he didn't say yes or no, and that's the the side I sit on. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. To me, that's a positive sign. Yeah, no. To me, it's uh, hey, like you know, the door's open, and if we can make something work with Phil, then we might be willing to work with Phil. So, what do you <sighs> think, Chris? Are they going to work with fucking Pepsi Phil? I don't know, man. I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that there's an overall appetite from both sides. I uh, like. I have heard that CM Punk is very frugal, that he's very smart with his money, and that he doesn't. He's not this kind. He's not going to be one of these people who needs to have a job right away, right? He's he's saved well, and he's not a spender, and he's probably fine. He doesn't need work. Um. But at the same time, if somebody comes with the right offer, I think that in their case between the WWE and Phil, I think that the big problem is actually which one of them 
is going to come and say, hey, I have an interest. Because I think if Phil comes and says, hey, I have an interest, the WWE is going to know that they can lowball him with money, right? And right. I think that in the exact opposite end, if the WWE comes to Phil, I think that Phil is like, okay, yeah, we start with $20 million as an offer, and then we can go from there. You know, like... There's no chance of offering 20 well, you know what I mean, though, right? right like right, right, right. He can kind of, at that point, he's able to sort of say, well, okay, you want me. How badly do you want me? Right? And then, you know, you're starting, you're, you're negotiating from a, from a perspective of power there, right? But he has no leverage, though. Yeah. So the, the thing is, he can't use AEW as leverage, obviously. So he's just going to have to take, I mean, at the end of the day, the dude's made money, right? Yeah. I don't think he needs that much money to like convince him to come back to WB. AEW was a different story. If you uh-huh. remember, he uh I think they low uh low uh punched him, low blowed him, sorry. Low balled him. With, oh low balled him, sorry, yeah, with their first offer. Where they only uh-huh. offered like a, apparently like two million or something like that overall for three years or some shit. Uh-huh. He's like, You're fucked, I'm not coming. And then obviously the, it went way up after that. And then he came along. So I believe it was six million. I think it was just over a million a year, dude, for six years or some shit. So um, yeah, cool. but that's down the fucking toilet now. So I don't know what WB would offer, but he was making more money in the double double league, that's for sure. In his previous run. Yeah. Well, I kind of wonder about uh, New Japan as a possible landing place for him. To be honest with you, um, they can't afford him, bro. I mean, they could. I mean, they do offer big contracts depending on if if they think it's worthwhile. That's the only thing. They won't just sell it to anybody, bro. Like Okada makes a million a year, for example. But mm. I can understand why they will throw that sort of money to him. Do you know what I mean? But as far as Punk, I mean, I don't think he suits the J- the Japan sort of realm. And when I say that. He's going to be doing, say, pipe bombs in New Japan. And will people understand the the magnitude of, of his promos in Japan? Right. They will understand, but it just wouldn't come across good when he's trying to cut a promo against a Japanese wrestler. Right, because so much of what makes CM Punk valuable is the promos. And right. if you're speaking in a different language than what everybody understands, it's going to be pretty hard. Like... I don't really care how good a promo Takeshita is. I can't understand what he's fucking saying. Right. And the thing is, don't get me wrong, Jay White would always cut scathing promos in Japan, right? For example. Will Ospreay would always cut scathing promos and in English. Right. But the point is, I think with Punk, he's a lot more complicated, a little complex when it comes to his shit. Right. And without having any of those heaters like your Bucks, and one, and plus the New Japan's too close to AEW. That's like sort of backstabbing AEW. I don't see New Japan doing that. They're very on, very honor worthy. If you know what I mean. If someone's got heat with AEW, and they just fight a guy, there's no way they're gonna rattle that cage, bro. They don't work that way. New Japan. They're very loyal to who they partner with. Well, I have my I have my doubts about that in general, just because. Um... Like, the reason why I have doubts about that is, like, um, we know that Kota Ibushi has a contract with AEW now, right? No, he does not have a contract oh. with AEW. He's not, he's a freelancing, so... No, 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 he's not signed. He's just okay, getting but, paid per but, but we do know that. But we do know that uh, Will Ospreay is signing a contract with AEW, right? Not yet. 
because his contract goes up in Japan at the end of this month. Now, we, he, might, he more than likely will sign with AEW. Right. But with that, when it comes to that, he's on good terms with New Japan. Just right. like Jay but you, White but, is. But you that. see what I'm saying, right? Like, lots of different talent are using AEW as a bargaining chip with New Japan. So I wouldn't oh. be shocked if New Japan said, yeah, no, we have an opportunity to sign CM Punk and he's going to bring more eyes to the product and it's a reasonable price tag. We're going to do it. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, though, Chris. Because the thing is, by these guys that came from New Japan that signed with AEW, they do that just for the sake of knowing that they're going to still work New Japan even though they're not signed in New Japan. Uh. Do you understand what I'm saying? With Punk, he's left on bad terms. You know, by, by New Japan trying to sign him, and there hasn't been any talk or rumors of that happening, that's kind of going against their honor code if that makes any sense it does not but i'm not japanese so we'll i'm telling on. you just the way that this company runs they're just going by their by their background and their history of the way they've done things in the past they're they're extremely loyal bro when it comes to their partnerships big time right well allow me to go ahead and say something that nobody else in pro wrestling podcasts has said over the last uh over the last few weeks, and uh, let's stop talking about CM Punk and move on. Yeah, uh, good point. Very good point. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the let's get into the show properly, shall we? Um, we begin the night with an international championship match between Big Bill and champion John Moxley. Uh, yeah. Bill begins the night dominating with his size and strength. Moxley bleeds early and often because, of course, he does. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I had a really hard time getting into this match, Jimmy. Uh, I, and I like Big Bill, and I, I want them to push him, but I just had a really hard time getting into this. It was like, oh, there's Moxley, and he's doing Moxley things, and it's exactly the same as every other Moxley match, and he's bleeding, and there's all kinds of blood. I did like that the way that they sort of played it off was that it looked like Bill probably had a chance to win uh, thanks to Starks. On the outside, but then, you know, there was assistance from Brian Danielson keeping Starks away, which allowed uh, Moxley to get the win. Um, And then after the match, Claudio comes out to even the odds. I mean, nope, sorry, that's not what happened. Uh, He came out so that the faces can outnumber the heels again. Are they babies now or or heels? I'm confused again. Uh, They were definitely babies in this segment. And then they were heels in the next segment. So. Okay. First of all, Chris. What was the point of building up Starks and Big Bill? Anyone? I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, uh, Big Bill can, can switch to be uh, Slick Willie. And uh, we can have <laughs> Big Willie style um, matches. Ooh, That'd be cool. Nice. And what does that involve? What about Wet Willie style? Wet Willie? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You finish the match by doing one of those. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll just give up. I'll tap out straight away just the second those yeah. fingers enter the ears. Done and dusted. How funny I don't, would that I don't be? believe you. You're way too Greek for that. You'd love that shit. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't like a wet finger, buddy. All right, pal. <laughs> no, thanks. But, but what's funny, he does come out with a fucking lollipop, right? He does, because it's wow. 
Kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Lab Rat <laughs> says, I think of a Nickelodeon cartoon every time I hear Big Bill. So do I. I don't know why they don't just call him Actually, William Morrissey. Yeah, or or Kaz XL. Or, or just Morrissey. Well, his Twitter is actually still KazXL, bro. Like, so, you know what I mean? But anyway, did I mention that, uh, you know what Big Bill reminds me of? Do you, do you know the Big Bill? Have you heard of the, the uh, what's it called? Something Bill ice creams with a chewing gum in the middle? No. Yeah. Big ice Bill cream with it? chewing gum. Ugh. Yeah, but it's like a big sort of piece of gum. Like, you know, the ball gums? Those real hard fucking gums? All right. Um, yeah. I don't know anything about that. I've never seen it. I, I'll have to look it up. Um, That's true. That Maybe is true. we're onto something. Also, Ricky was very upset. Somebody broke his pearl necklace, which he called <laughs> a pearl necklace. Uh, Ricky. <laughs> That's sus, Javi. <laughs> That's sus. That is very sus. He broke yeah. my pearl necklace. Who the fuck wears a pearl necklace? That's a guy, that is. I don't know. Guys really shouldn't shouldn't wear pearl necklaces. Pearl. pearl. That's pretty poofy, Ricky. Just quietly. A little bit. Absolute poof. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the memes going around? Absolute. <laughs> Elizabeth. A girl. Right, exactly. That's who wears but, pearl necklaces. But but we are in 2023. The, he's probably considered a real metrosexual now by wearing pearls. I, I, metrosexual is such a weird thing. I have a friend, Scotty. Shout out to Scotty. Uh, who tried to convince me one time that Scotty. metrosexual was a good thing because it just meant a guy who dresses well. And I was like, no, you don't understand. The reason why people... The reason why that word exists is because what they're saying is that you're straight and you dress like you're gay. He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's well. like, no, it doesn't. It just means you dress well. I was like, look it up, you fucking shithead. And then it he looked it up and he was like, no, it's more than that. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Well, look, it means also like you shave, like you're clean cut, like poofy, I guess, right? Like exactly what like you said. It's pretty much being full blown, clean cut. You dress with the tight, skinny jeans. You dress Look, like man. a gay dude. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Like a gay it's fine. Dude. It's fine, but, like, that's what it means. That's what metrosexual means. Yeah, exactly, right, Liz? I mean, yeah, she says, like, yeah, I wouldn't let a dude wear my great aunt's pearls for fluff's sake. But would you let your man wear your leggings, Liz? Huh? That's the million-dollar question. <laughs> because, you know... Blokes in 2023 love wearing the tightest shit around their fucking legs. It's weird. It's weird. It man. is weird. I, you know what the first thing I do when I get home? Like, honestly, like the first thing I do, even in the middle of winter, the first thing I do when I get home shorts? is I put shorts on. I'm a shorts guy 24-7, bro. I don't want anything on my right fucking now. I'm literally, I can't, I, I can't put my leg up, but I'm wearing them now. I wear them every day, bro. That's all I wear. Pants to me now, right, feel so uncomfortable, bro. I don't know why. But even in winter, it's well spring now here. But twenty four seven, bro, shorts. Heck, if guys want to fucking show off their legs, show your legs. <laughs> Get what I'm saying? Yeah, do do like Kevin. Do like Kevin. Work out yeah. a bunch and then show off your legs because you're because you're muscly and stuff. Well, All right. Todd brings up a funny point before we continue. I didn't people use uh, used to say Randy Orton was a metrosexual, right? But that's because he's a pretty boy. 
but he's but he's not really a metrosexual in terms of uh, personality, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? He can't yeah. help that he's a sexy motherfucker, man. He's he's got good genes. It's weird. Um, all right, so Roderick Strong is backstage. He's got a match against Samoa Joe tonight. Uh, Adam Cole comes in and says that he really, you know, Roderick. I'm not going to say I love you, but I have very strong feelings for you. <laughs> I mean, that's not Speaking. that. That's not what happened. Um, but he just well, tells Roddy that it's a bad idea to have a match with Joe tonight. And uh, Roddy just says, fuck you. You don't care about me. He's so fucking gay. Yeah. This guy's still on the gay pretty talk. Poofy. It's pretty poofy, bro. This is what the fuck is this, bro? Like, come on. It's the same shit every week, dude. I love you, man. No, you don't. You don't love me, man. Adam! <laughs> yeah. Adam! Adam! That's fucking weird, bro. Holy fuck. God damn it, man. They continue with the gay talk in the chat. Liz says that only goes one way. A chick can wear her dude's hoodie or yeah. shirts, but they can't wear our stuffs 100 fucking percent. Yeah. I've never worn my girl's stuff. Fuck's one. sake. On it. She's wearing uh, my hoodie right now as we speak. That's cool. I actually just bought my girlfriend a hoodie the other day. We were in a store and uh yeah, I just bought her one. Oh, nice. I bought I yeah. bought her one. It was the I was at the Echo store. It's like you know how much I love Echo right right now wearing Echo. Um Yeah, that's true. I've got a lot of Echo stuff, but you, you take the cake with Echo. Yeah. It's it's that's my that's my jam. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Liz uh, says that uh, he, meaning Roderick Strong, screams Adam's name more than Britt does. Yeah. Adam! I can't do it. You do it better. Adam! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Or, or should it be, Adam! <laughs> Where's that fucking idiot that does the moans, man? I don't know. That well, guy. We need him. All right. Name. There's a recap from... There's a recap from All In and All Out to set up Takeshita and Don Callis. Uh, they come out, blah, blah, blah. Kenny sucks, blah, blah, blah. Takeshita is the god of pro wrestling now. And his new name is The Alpha. They have a whole graphic up on the screen that just says The Alpha. There's only one Alpha, Chris, and that's me. All right? Because I am Greek. All right? God damn it. What, what's the yeah. obsession with, with The Alpha and Omega Man? I'm not sure. I was actually, you know what? I was, uh, I was beginning like to write just for my own sake. I was writing like a, like a X-Men script. And, uh, yeah. I was noticing that there's a lot of that in there too. Like, you know, like the highest level of mutant powers is called Omega level mutants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Fucking uh, gay. So who's the next target for Takeshita? That's what we all really want to know. And they, oh. They show the painting, and the next target is Kota Ibushi. Ibushi. You know, by the way, where's Kota Ibushi? What do you mean? Where is he? Yeah, Yamaguchi San Japan. Why is Why is he there? He showed up in AEW, and it was like, "Oh my God, Kota Ibushi is here! He's going to be part of AEW!" And then he's just not. He basically showed up to take a couple bumps on thumbtacks and then fuck off back to Japan. Well, he's got a per appearance deal going on. So, you know, Tony doesn't want to pay up to bring him back down for tonight. No need. They don't build stories. 
And anyway, when you tease the ace and you don't mention a particular ace in Hiroshi Tanahashi, you, you, you would have had me thinking that they were building to a Tanahashi match. So I was surprised that they mentioned Ibushi instead. Well, maybe they are. Their their plan is for Takeshita to beat all of the great Japanese wrestlers to convince us that he is the new great Japanese wrestler. Will it work? No. I mean, I would be cool with Take if they're building, say, two Tanahashi match for the ace fucking thing. Takeshita probably should go over. Really. He should beat Ibushi too. Honestly. There's no point of actually having Ibushi win. Especially if yeah, you're not no. on a full-time contract. Yeah, that would be pretty stupid, wouldn't it? Right. If you want to build your own guy that's under your company, you fucking put Takeshita over, bro. It's as simple as that. Yep, absolutely. Um, Don finishes this by calling Kenny a cuck, which... No, oh, that was good. I'll say that. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That yeah. was good. I mean... Callus is a prick. I mean, straight up. I mean, he's a cuck now. Also, I mean, my guess is yes. I mean, well, I, that was good. That was good stuff, man. Straight up. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, next up, we've got something very confusing. Brian Danielson issues a challenge for a tag match with Claudio against Bill and Starks for this Saturday. And then there's a bunch of scuffle happening where the Lucha Bros get in Mox's face and they're yelling at Mox that they're going to beat him for his title. And then Fat Eddie tells Claudio that he has one week. Um, I want to be as clear as I possibly can be about uh, Fat Edbert there. Um, hey, bro. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, Nobody gives a fuck about Eddie Kingston. The only reason he gets any kind of chance or cheers is literally because his mom named him Eduardo. Eddie? There, There is zero, and I mean zero redeeming about Fat Eddie other than the fact that his name is Eddie, so crowds can chant Eddie. Crowds just love to chant Eddie because they loved Guerrero. They, they, right. This, this is, is so AEW, fucking Chris. dumb, dude. He's, he's AEW. You, you can't put it past him, though, bro. That's that's the only thing. But um, Javi says Fat Eddie Dose. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Javier. And the other one, he's at impact here. Yeah, Eddie Edwards is a whole different story now. <laughs> I mean, come on. But yeah, fuck fat Eddie. We got fat Ed, skinny Ed, small actually the other Ed's put on a lot of weight too at impact. So Ed, who's that? Eddie Edwards. He, uh, he's fat. Yeah, he's fuck man. He never used to be. He that guy's starting tank. to look like Ke like Kevin. Like Which Ke oh, yeah, it. who the fuck is Kevin, man, by the way? No, I mean Kevin Panetta, the, the, oh, the well, fat yeah. fuck. You he's know. The, yeah, he's a real fat fuck, big time. But still, I still want to know who the fuck that Kevin is. No one's telling us. They're being nope. assholes. No no dollars for Kevin. No no nope. dollars for Kevin. And no or, dollars or for fat you Eddie. guys. What? Fat Eddie and skinny Lish? <laughs> oh, God. Fat Eddie. I fucking hate Eddie. Eddie. Well, I was going to say Eddie Guerrero there. I know. I love Eddie Guerrero. Eddie fucking Faxton, Fatston, whatever his fucking name is. He just doesn't do it for me, bro. Like, he just does I don't care how good he is on the mic. He manicures his fucking eyebrows, man. But he's so out of shape. Yep. So he's... he tries to be a metrosexual, but dresses like a fool. 
Yeah. I, I didn't understand. I, I, I got to highlight Javi's comment here because, yeah, dude, we, oh, we all remember God. this. He Not says, remember, remember when the IWC dubbed Eddie as the next Stone Cold? LOL. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fucking idiots, straight up. I, I never would you ever hear that, that bullshit come out of our mouths. Put it that way. Ever. Ever, ever. <sighs> ever, 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 ever. God. What's wrong with some people on, online, bro? Like, really? What goes bro, through these people's minds? Like, Bro, listen. Like, even though the fucking UK government came out and were like, uh, no, this is the official number of people that went through the turnstiles at All In. Uh, and even though that's literally an official government of the world, there's a shit ton of fucking AEW marks who are just going to go, no, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Actually, you can just, and if you don't believe it, go and do a freedom of information act from the UK. You'll get the fucking information. Sorry. Just can saying. you, uh, can, can you do, do, do you, do you know anybody who, who might, uh, respond to the IWC saying, nah, I know somebody, his name's LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. That was a bit loud. We were loud there, bro. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, let's do it. Let me talk to them for a minute, bro. Actually, right, maybe I should you. let fucking LA Knight talk to them. Yeah! 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 There we go. That's right. Todd Brantley in the chat says, It wasn't me. I'm, ta I'm taking the shaggy defense. <laughs> well, I'll tell That's you who funny. was you. Dana Brooke. Remember those two fucking names? Todd, looking at you. Triple B. You and her. Triple B's. Yeah. Yeah. Brantley and fucking Brooke. Brunching. On each That's other. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh, look at him. He's saying, pipe down, dummies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Hook is backstage doing an interview with Renee, and when I say interview, I mean she shoves a microphone in his face and he says a word. And Ooh. then uh, Orange Cassidy shows up and he says, Hook is a great champion. Um, and then he's, he's really tired. He's tired and so am I, Jimmy. Why the fuck do we still have to see Orange Cassidy on every show? Because it's informative. Didn't you see how informative that interview was? Yeah. It was so informative. I took so much away from this. Actually, you know what I did take away from this for real, though. Honestly, he's yeah. shoot like legit. Is Hook and Orange Cassidy pretty much the same people now? I guess. Yeah. I mean, Hook's whole thing is that like he doesn't care enough to comment and etc. And yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fucking lame. Are we building to possibly to um, the Orange Boys? Get it? Taz, Orange. Oh, ah, yeah. Orange Cassidy, the FTW champions, literally. We could call them FTW. Yeah, we could have FTW tag, tag team ta championships, right? That's Absolutely. Good. And yes, normal people wouldn't come up with something like this, right? But AEW would. Because, yeah. you know, that's not too deep, really. It might be to some fans who haven't figured that out. But I'm telling you, this is where we're going. Because yeah. AEW would think that way. Orange? Orange! Orange! Yay! Woo! Yeah! Cool! Yeah! Um, Tony Storm comes out next and is announced as the number one contender. What? Why? 
Wait, how? Wait, wait. What? What? Wait, wait. Didn't she win the match? The four way? Before she won the match, she right. came Wasn't out. Wasn't that and, supposed to be? The... And was announced as Tony Storm, the number one contender for the women's championship. But, but whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't that four way match supposed to be the number one contendership match? That's what we were told. So. This is where I wish I had to get smart in- intro theme right now. That's a mystery, bro. Well, anyway, as you said, she has a four-way match. Uh, she's facing Hikaru, who gives a Sheeta, um, <laughs> Nyla Rose, and Britt Baker. And my comments here says, is this like a three women against one man type thing? Because those odds seem wow. fair. Wow. Well, well, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else is it? Is she not a... I mean, does she not have a cock? I'm... I'm pretty sure she has a flap to, to hide her penis. Um, I was arguing. Oh, yeah. Who was it? it was, I was doing a show with someone. I can't remember if it was Medium 5. It wouldn't be Professor. Surely he knows better. Maybe it was Medium 5. He was trying to tell me that, uh, you know, cock boy doesn't have a cock. And I'm like, no, it still has a cock. 100%. In fact, he loves banging women. So do I. So that's one so do thing. So I, but... Nyla Rose and I have something in common, Jimmy. Right, right. right. Well, that makes three of us, right? I mean... Yeah. It's a bit weird. <laughs> no, Chris, you're thinking of Nyla Rose. <laughs> well, can we... Can why we am it? I thinking of Nyla Rose? I don't want to do wonder. that. I wonder. I uh, wonder. Why are you? I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You never think of that. I mean, guy, woman. Anyway, I don't know what it is. Whatever. Um, this match allows for a few stories to continue with Baker and Sheeta continuing to have problems because they've been teasing this whole, ah, we don't like each other, you know, but we're still going to work together sometimes, but we don't really like each other kind of thing. And, uh, you know, the deteriorating mental state of Tony Storm, which is funny. Um, cool. The work in this match, though, was the absolute drizzling shits. Um, several times, you saw women laying on the side, like on the canvas, like looking up, blatantly looking up, like not selling, looking up and waiting for their spot. Like, oh, okay, they're going to do a suplex. All right, and then after the suplex, we're doing that other thing. And then, oh, it's my turn. And now now I'll, I'll get up and I'll, I'll go do my spot. Uh Drizzling shits. Absolute fucking garbage. This is like Can I ask wrestling school. Wrestling school, not even. Can I ask you something? Do you love yes. quail hunting? I'm a big fan of quail hunting, yeah. Did wow. you know quails like to hang out together? Like they group <laughs> together? Like group together? Like group? They group. Uh, they group together and then, you know, people can fly on top of them. It's ah, great. Oh, and did you know like some people sit there and put their arms out and catch quails instead of shooting them? It's, uh, it's definitely something that, that they got going on there. Um, anyway, Tony wins with a roll up. So she gets a shot at Soraya at some fucking show. Grand slam. Is that the next one? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what it's going to be? They shouldn't even call it a Grand Slam. It should be called an ace. They should call it the Pop Fly. That's... Well, all that. But you know why it's an ace? 
Why? Because New York served served up an ace against AEW. Because guess what? Next week, I'm expecting no more than 6,000 for a huge, huge show in a place that holds 25 at least. Man, they're really struggling to sell tickets, eh? Like, it's well, I... crazy to see how, like, how diminished their ticket sales have been over the last, like when you start two years ago and then you go to last year and then you go to this year, it's like, they are just fucking nose diving, man. Dude, you go there before that too. It was way higher. And I saw the latest episode of NXT had 850,000 viewers. It's like, they beat I don't them. know. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat them. The fucking developmental show is going to beat. And it is going to beat AEW, which is who pretty said, fucking sad. Who said Becky is not a draw? Huh? Yeah, she's a, she's a draw. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Nah, but real, that's disgraceful. I wish NXT. I hope you know what. If WWE was smart, if you want to put the real nail in the coffin, right now is a good opportunity for NXT to go back to Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, that would. Even, uh, I mean, that would seriously. be pretty brutal. That would be fucking the nail in the coffin. That, that would make TK shit his fucking nappies, bro. Sorry, his diapers for for our American friends. Seriously, dude. He would start wearing man diapers if he doesn't already. Yep. He'd be like, oh my God, we're seeing punk. Call Phil. Call Phil. <laughs> Guaranteed, bro. We know we need Phil back. Um uh... You know what we need? We need Tony Khan. No shit. Grow some fucking pubes, right? Not balls, because he's got none. So if you can't have balls, grow some pubes. Get a little testosterone in your voice, right? And just become a heel prick on television. Make shit half interesting, man. Make people fucking... Don't go back in the back and start crying like a little fucking bitch. Become a fucking prick heel and say, Feel! Screwed Feel! There's so many possibilities right now for AEW to do something huh. cool, like just in general, and they're they refuse to do anything interesting. Um, anyway, Soraya is backstage with Ruby, and they uh, they aren't friends with Tony anymore, which is I what me. I thought happened after All In. I thought that they weren't friends because Tony said that she couldn't trust them, but then they had live. two more matches where she was a part of the team, and then. Now they're now she's not part of the team anymore. Bullshit. They're, they're, she's not. She is and she isn't. And there's there's chins and tits and shoes. And I hate this fucking company sometimes. I just. Well, speaking of tits, shoes and stuff, Liz says chin up, tits out and watch for the shoe. My new mantra on my new Tumblr. Ah. Dope. But what about ass up though? You're missing the ass up part, Liz. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> not just chin up but ass up and then tits out and you know the rest then the shoe can come in later you know what I mean? <laughs> but the shoe is the best I'm not gonna lie I love the shoe thing but didn't Tony Storm come out to the Outcast theme right and the Outcast Titantron and the Outcast Colors and the Outcast everything else so I don't know I'm just saying I feel like there's some sort of swerve whether that means getting Soraya out of the group all along finger poker doom all that. Oh, if they did that, I, honestly, I'd be cool with it. I'd laugh. I would not. Not at this point. 
when you know your company is losing viewers fucking hand over fist and then you pull the shit that fucking lost like a hundred thousand viewers for WCW, don't do that. That's a yeah, bad but, idea. But you see, back then they were still they were getting over three million at the time, just say, right? Well they were actually when the finger poke of doom happened. This yep. damn company can't even fucking reach I mean, they've got the same people tuning in, tuning in and out every week. 800,000 uh, thereabouts. Yep. And and look at fucking Collision. It went up 32%, but it's still not good numbers. No, yeah, it was what? It was still under 500,000. <laughs> Who the fuck is Land of Extreme? Ass up is Jimmy's motto. Yeah. Yeah, not my ass up, if you know what I'm saying. I ain't a pillow biter, Mr. Extreme. Just, I don't. Just, just I don't. saying. <laughs> who is that they I clearly don't know. know us I don't know welcome to the show Land of Extreme <laughs> uh, <laughs> Land of Extreme Extreme what that's, that's how it's spelled um, <laughs> but what, what, what's what's the extreme what's Land of Extreme is it ECW is it Tony Khan I mean yeah yeah I'm asking for a friend. I'm being serious. What is it? All right. It? I don't is it know. Kevin? It might be Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's Kevin. You know what? That's From so now funny. on, every single person is Kevin. I'm just going to call all of you Kevin. You're all Kevin. Um, <laughs> Les Sex Gods come out for a promo that will inevitably turn into a problem. That's what my notes really? say. No, With uh, Kevin and Kevin. I mean, Sammy and Chris. Uh, Jericho <laughs> and Sammy. Uh, they get a really earnest friendship video. It's really, really cute with like a, you know, like an acoustic song in the background and it's them hugging each other and it's not gay at all, Jimmy. It's super, super straight. Um, what's going on, bro? Why, what's with all the gay shit? They, they really like the friendship thing, I guess, because they're doing Cole MJF, Jericho KO, like they're, they're doing the whole... We're friends the, and we love each other. The cheeks a lot. too are fucking fighting. Like, what's going on? Like, everything is fucking. Oh wait a minute! Land of Extreme apparently has found Waldo. What? But did you find Wardlow? He found Waldo. Yeah, where's Wardlow? <laughs> Extreme um, anal Jimmy, you're Greek. Get with the program. Who the fuck is this guy? Expose uh, yourself. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, asking a commenter to expose know, themselves isn't going to help people think that I you said, don't want to. I'm a snacks. giver, not a taker, Chris. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, and, if you, and if you found Waldo, where the fuck is Wardlow? Yeah, we want to know. Um, Sammy says that he still doesn't know the lyrics to Judas. <laughs> uh, me either, Sammy. Um, Judas in my mind, Chris. Apparently nobody become, else. Apparently nobody else knows the lyrics of Judas either, because they still fucking do that shit constantly, bro. Like they'll show people in the crowd, and they're like, they're, they're like, na, 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 na. Judas in, Judas <laughs> in my mind. And it's like <laughs> these fucking, fucking people. Oh my god, how do you not know the fucking lyrics? It's so fucking simple. You know what, like, bro? Bro, I'm getting to a point. You know what? I'm, I'm I was discussing this with D yesterday. Yeah. And yes, Liz, TK finally got a bestie, so all the angles are about friends now. It's true. Maybe that's what's going on. But speaking of bestie, since we're it's all it's a festival of friendship, it feels like an old sitcom almost, like nine oh two one oh Mauro's place. Maybe I should have the intro for the skirmish where I do 
90210, right? The music and the intro. But instead of seeing like Luke Perry and like, you know, Brandon and all that and, and all that shit, I have like everyone, like MJF. Like, for example, when, you, when they introduce MJF, he looks at, you know how they all look to the camera when they're introducing him and shit? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. You see MJF going, you fucking mark <laughs> to the fucking camera. You see TK with all coke all over his face. You know what I mean? Something like that. It'd be pretty funny, man. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, damn. Todd says, if you're going to sing that song, learn the damn words, Jesus. H, Jesus, man. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, What's it's it? fucking ridiculous. Warlow's on the couch, sad being off tip. Well, you know what, Labrad? He is actually sad. I've heard an interview recently where he was bashing AEW for not being on. But maybe that's why he's not on television. Anyway, this eventually turns into Sammy and Jericho are going to have a match. And, uh, uh, well, they're both going to try to win, Jimmy. They really like yeah. this promo where two guys are friends. And then they tell us in the most extreme and most drawn out possible way that they can possibly think of doing that. You know what? Do you know what, Jimmy? What's I, that, I respect you and I love you, brother. But oh, next yeah. week. I'm going to try to win our match. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. No. Yeah. And then we kiss. Then we kiss anyway. That's, right? Okay. That's, that's taking it too far. I don't like that's this That's the anymore. AWA, Chris. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Get with the program. Come on. All right. Anyway, yeah. I, it's so fucking stupid, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really fucking tired of this kind of shit. Like... They, 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 this is okay. This is why my fucking name is diminishing returns, right? Because they just keep doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. Oh, Adam Cole and, and MJF works. Yeah, let's do that, but with Chris and Sammy. Yeah, of course. Let's do it all over again with uh, Adam Cole and MJF and Roddy Strong and the Kingdom. No, and even more, and the social outcasts. And uh, where else? There's more, I'm sure. I'm just not thinking. TK and Phil. Yeah, well, there. That's that's the big revelation that we get, Jimmy. We get a. This is a fucking. This is this is so fucking serious between these two, Jimmy. That they're gonna try to they win gotta... their match. Ooh, doing the Scott Hall. They gonna puke. That's really. Oh, we gonna puke. Yeah, I'm fuck this shit. Good. I don't care. Right, exactly. Fuck it. I don't give a shit yep. anymore. This company is full. Again, like Lee said before, maybe he did find a new bestie. Maybe that's why it's all about friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, Orange Orange Cassidy finally was like, all right, fine, we can go get lunch. Jesus Christ. Orange <laughs> Cassidy was like, okay, Tony. Okay, Tony. Tony, listen. Tony. Tony, listen. This week, you have left me 800 messages. Okay? I promise you... We can go to lunch together this week, but you can't wear the Canadian tuxedo to lunch. Okay, you got to wear normal clothes, and I'll wear Why? normal clothes, and we can have lunch. But that's it. No, none, no weird stuff, and you can't hug me before the sh before we have lunch. Well, that's not fair, Chris. But uh, Tony's so fucking stoked about it anyway. He's just like, yeah, I finally have a friend, Daddy. Daddy, see, all these millions of dollars were worth it because someone's finally going to be my friend. Fuck. Do you think? Do you think his dad fucking feels sorry for him for real? I mean, 
if that was my kid, I'd feel sorry for him. I'd be like, fuck, man. Would you? I fucked up. <laughs> if that was my kid, I might fucking <laughs> shoot myself if that was my kid. Oh, if that was no, my grown-ass son, wow. if my grown-ass son turned into that, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, actually, oh, let me ask you that question. If your son was gay, I wouldn't care. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. I wouldn't uh, care. Honestly, okay, I, I've good. never. And I like the way you answered that. You answered it as a matter of fact. Dude, I wouldn't care at all. And it's the same thing. I've I've told my girls a hundred times when they when they start finally dating and everything. You know, like the only the only requirement Oof. that I honestly have for them when they start dating is that the person they're dating treats them well. That's it. Of course, absolutely. I, I'm yeah, not. 100%. I'm not gonna get involved in all the other stuff and try to be whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't care that's who good. you love, as long as they love right. you and they're good to you. That's that's 100%. the only thing that matters yeah. to me. But if you're a fucking dumb cunt, I'm gonna be pissed off. <laughs> if you're fuck, if you're pathetic, I'm gonna be pissed off. Do you know what I mean? If my girls yeah, fair, fair. acted as fucking like weak and you know. Oh, excuse me. I think that maybe uh, can we be friends? Can I? Can I? Can I hug you? If my if my fucking girls act like that when they're thirty something, I'm gonna be disappointed in them. <laughs> Never mind if they were boys. <laughs> I know, but girls, you know, you, you, they can get away with a little more if you know what I'm saying. Compared to boys, a little bit. But I'm I'm raising. <laughs> I'm raising warrior women here, Jimmy. You, you know, yeah, pal. Me, like, imagine me as your as your only parental figure, and you're a little girl. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have some problems, right? You're gonna be a little fucked up, but you're also gonna be tough as shit. Like, that's you the said truth. it. You said it, bro. Why you put you, why you put yourself down like that, bro? My, my girls, my girls will be more proficient at breaking arms than they are at breaking hearts. Let's just put it that way. I mean, they're already trouble right now. I mean, shit. <laughs> they are. In a good way, but. In a they good are. way. I know. I, I love how they drive you nuts. They do. But they're, I, again, I tell them I love them 800 times a day, and I don't ever plan on stopping. So that's me being a good dad. All right. So last wow. week, MJF cut weird. a promo. Uh, after the neck problems, he cut simple promos about both Joe and Roddy. Uh, and then MJF cuts the Steiner math promo, uh, talking about how he's going to beat Samoa yeah. Joe. And, uh, I now I understand. So so now I totally fully understand why um, Tony Khan lied to us about the numbers. It's just that he's doing Steiner math in his head, right? It's like the real math is he's doing Steiner math to get to eighty one thousand. But see, I hope someone, and I doubt they will, but I hope when the next press conference happens or media calls, someone fucking ask him. Someone tell him that. Someone ask a tough question and say. Hey, dude, the proof is, is in the pudding. You were lying. I know it's pro wrestling. Everyone lies. Mm-hmm. But don't go around saying it was the biggest. You know what I'm saying? Whoops, there goes my bottle. Don't go around talking shit. Khan, stop it, bro. Seriously, though. Stop. Like Seriously, I'm being serious. Focus on making oh. your fucking program good. And again, Bad. again, dude, I'm going to say this. Like, I'm going to say this one more time. Nobody really cares if you have the biggest fucking crowd if the show sucks. Right. And the show was, I mean, it was fine, right? Like, All In was fine. That bad. Yeah, it was was fine, though. 
Like, and if you're going to say, it's the biggest show of all fucking time. No one's ever had more people in a fucking stadium. And it's fucking huge, man. Look at how fucking big the show is. And then the show's fine. <laughs> you have failed. You have failed. If you have if you have 73,000 people in a fucking arena and then next week you can't get 3,000 people in an arena in the States, it's because the show sucked, man. Something yeah. went seriously wrong. But like the Land of Extremes says, Khan should use cocaine math. That's true. And calculate by grams, just not snort them. That's a good, that's actually good advice, Mr. Extreme. Just in other words... Don't go extremely crazy on the coke, TK. Just saying. And uh, Todd says, hopefully, <laughs> it'll be Chris Van Fleet. He called out Mouse on his... I, I love that. I, I watched that. That was good. And Mouse started fucking buckling. Like, literally. Fucking hell. Mouse, man, speaking of, is losing the plop. Sorry, you were going to say? I was going to say congratulations to Chris on uh, on his new baby. That's all. Oh, did, did, did the kid come out? Yeah, he's 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 a daddy. Yeah, good for him. Ah, oh, congratulations! He follows me on Twitter. I've spoken to him actually a few times, man. He's actually no shit, man. I even said to him when I first wrote to him, I said, "I know you probably won't see this, right?" But oh, well, Chris saying, is a solid dude. Whatever. Solid. Yeah, he dude. is. He he replied to me, and I'm like, and I laughed. I'm like, oh, fancy that. But um, yeah, he's a top dude, man. I won't lie. I actually like him a lot. Not just because he follows me, he's actually very approachable. Yeah, no, he's good. He's a good guy. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, Brian Cage comes out next for a match against Hangman Adam Page. Mm. So, um, Adam Page, uh, the son of mm -hmm. DDP, and yeah. uh, Brian Cage, the son of Christian, are uh, are going to fight it out in this match. Is that right? Um, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Early okay. on, Page lands a. a Six, six yeah. one nine. Except it's really it sloppy. Is. And then he looks in the and then he looks in the camera and he goes, "Oh, I've never landed one of that before." And I thought, "You still haven't, you goofy, clumsy fucker. What are you fucking looking in the goddamn camera for and fucking playing to the crowd? You fucking idiot, you mark, you fucking jackass." Well, Sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. Jackass. Can we call Paige, or which one actually? There's two Cages, Pages. Uh, I'm losing count. But um, is Cage the ultimate Cage now? Is, it, is that what he is? I don't know what the fuck his problem is. Swerve comes down to get a closer look, which allows Brian Cage to get some offense. Let me just say, oh, Brian okay. Cage uh, should not need a distraction to get offense in a wrestling match. I mean, right. okay, maybe he's not you know, the biggest fucking champion or whatever you don't you don't want him to be your champ you don't want him to be your top guy whatever he looks the certain way that if you have mm -hmm. him on your fucking show you have to make him a threat he has right. to be a threat if you're gonna fucking book him it's the same problem i have with the way that they book lance archer if he's on your show you have to book him as a threat you cannot book him as a guy who needs the fucking distraction in order to get any offense in. Now, again, diminishing returns. We'll talk about how many times over the next hour of this show there was a situation where 
somebody needed extra something in order to get offense. They couldn't just right. compete against the person that they were in there with. And Brian Cage needs to be able to get offense without a fucking distraction. He is a giant. He is a mass of fucking muscles. What are you doing? You're doing nothing with him. That's what you do, bro. Ridiculous. That's how it works in AEW, dude. Plus, why is he wearing face paint anyway? Seriously. I don't know. And it rubbed off on Adam Page's chest. And at one point, I <laughs> thought Adam... I legit thought, oh shit, did he pull a fucking peck? Because it was like black... <laughs> on the inside of his fucking tit there. And I was like, oh, shit. Cowboy shit getting fucked up, but no. Well, do the cowboy shit on fucking Paige. I mean, I don't know anything about Adam Page's private life, but I wouldn't be shocked to hear it. Um, Page does all the Page things you've come to expect in a Page match. And the finish is a dead eye after what was admittedly a cool finishing sequence where they both countered each other's respective finishers. Uh, yeah. Cool. Hangman takes impressed? the mic. What's that? Was I supposed to be impressed? Yeah, you were. Oh. And you were okay. impressed. You Not just oh. you were supposed to, you were impressed. Um, Hangman Sweet. takes the mic after to talk to Swerve. And he calls Cage an oaf a couple of times, which I guess is funny. And... Um, Oh boy. Swerve then says they're going to fight at Wrestle Dream because it's in his home state. And this whole thing was just a really big step down from last week. Like last week, boy. this program was like, okay, yeah, we're, we might be cooking with fucking fire here. We might be cooking with gasoline. And then this just was crap. And then Cajun Nana jump hangman, but the Bucks make the save and then. Nana keeps dancing for a while, and then when he turns around, it's a double super kick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck this shit. I feel bad for, for fucking uh, Swerve. He's getting swerved, bro. He's getting swerved bad. He's getting swerved, bro. <laughs> Swerve, bro. What's the bit they get rid of once he's fucking released? Anyway... Yeah, no, this is fucked, and you could tell by the mood. Just look at his face, bro. Look at Swerve's face. He wasn't feeling it today, bro. Yep. It's like he no. got bukkakied in the back, and that was and that was it. He's done. Yeah, and Paige, like, bro, uh, again, like, I don't think Paige understands pro wrestling. I don't think any of these fucking California yes, people Stop understand it. pro wrestling. Cause, he doesn't need advice. He's like, he's like, oh, like you're standing up there and looking all, you know, unimpressed or whatever. And it's like, yeah. And then he called Brian Cage, like dismissively referred to him as an oaf, like three fucking times in his promo. It's like, <sighs> bro, uh, the way that you cut that promo is like, is like, oh yeah, like I, I, I see you up there, Swerve. Nice, you know, I understand you didn't, you didn't, you don't feel comfortable enough to get in the ring with me yet. So you sent, so you sent this monster down here to, f to face me. Well, you just saw, I can conquer monsters, Swerve. And when you and I finally get in the ring, you and I, you know what I mean? You can, you can make it clear that Brian Cage is the secondary in that fucking situation without just denigrating the guy and being like, yeah, I just beat a nobody. 
But when you call him an oaf three times in four minutes, you're making it sound like he doesn't matter. So then, Adam, who the fuck cares if you beat him? Who the fuck cares? Because don't don't be don't be logical, Chris. He understands pro wrestling clearly, bro. Yeah, He's put he doesn't need any And like Liz says, and I and I truly believe this. She says, I understand wrestling more than Paige does for fluff's sake. She actually does. Honestly, yeah. Like, if you I told mean, me that there was a... If you told me that, like, okay, uh, AEW has decided that uh, their, their new booker moving forward is Hangman Adam Page, I'd go, great, nothing's going to change. Right. And if you and told like, me that... And if you told me that Lizbeth was <laughs> was the new fucking booker, I'd be like, okay, yeah, let's see what Liz can do with you know this. What? If Liz was a booker, I think the show would be pretty fucking violent and have a lot of tits and shoes. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I'd be down people with would that. have their chins up, their tits out, and they'd be watching for shoes. <laughs> and ass. That's good. And ass up. That, that sounds like Vince Russo right there. That sounds like fucking Russo all the time. Fucking uh, wonderful. That's funny. Labrat says, I hope Adam Page didn't teach communications. This was awful. <laughs> Ironically, Labrat, he was a teacher. Right? So I guess he doesn't take advice from people that are not teachers. Yeah. Um, anyway, this was bad, and hopefully they can get it back. But again, I feel like they completely dropped the ball with how Paige reacted to Swerve when they started it. Like, yep. it, this could have been good, but Paige needed to come back with fire instead of going... Yeah, you're right, poor little black man. If you had gotten all of my opportunities, you would have been champion too because clearly as a black man, you're better than... Like, shut the fuck up, man. I saw... Like, people don't understand how deep this shit goes and how fucked up this is. I saw Oregon, the state of Oregon, said that they're they're taking away reading, writing, and math from the curriculum because it's racist against students of color. So to make it clear, people of color, what Oregon is saying is you're too stupid to learn how to read, write, or add. So we're going to take it out. We're going to take it out of the curriculum for your sake. That is racist. That is super fucking racist. Wow. I mean, you're right. I can't top that, Chris. Bro. Like, what the fuck would you do if you heard your teacher be like, oh, you know what? Because we have so many Greek students now, we're going to take reading, writing, and, and math out of the curriculum, you know, because we just don't feel like it would be racially appropriate to expect those poor little Greek students to learn how to read, write, and do fucking math. Well... You wouldn't think to yourself, these racist motherfuckers think I can't read or write? You're right. I mean, what can I tell you? I mean, like I said, I can't top that what you just said. This is just weird, bro. It's it's all confusing. It's all confusing wrestling. I I, I I'm speechless, dude. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, even Liz asked the tough questions. How are they getting to college? Because because the college will say that you don't have to read, write, or do math in order to get into college. And then college what, will what, continue what? to be worth absolutely fucking nothing. So then, so then, what would college? Um, I mean, what would? Yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I just, 
I don't know, man. It's it's frustrating me even more now. Watching this week in, week out. Yeah, well, go for it, Chris. Yeah, Todd Brantley says, that upsets me as a black man, human being, and <laughs> someone with plain common sense. No fucking shit it does. But, and it but should upset you. But what about as a fan? More people, like, I'm sorry, but, like, when people say shit like that, when people do that, and the reason why I'm talking about the fucking thing with, with, the, with the states and their dumb shit is because of Adam oh, Page doing this the, last week, right? The reason why I'm talking about it is because Adam Page did something very similar last week, right? Swerve comes out and says, if I had gotten all the opportunities you did, I'd be the first... I'd be the first AEW, I'd be the first black AEW world champion. And Adam Page just goes, oh, yeah, no, of course you would have. Yeah, if you would have had my opportunities, young Mr. Black Man, you would have gotten all of the same. You, you would have won all of the same matches that I would have. And what he should have done is been like, motherfucker, you think I just got opportunities and that's why I was successful? I actually won the big fucking matches, Swerve. What, like, have you even beaten fucking Keith Lee yet? Why the fuck am I taking you seriously? Who? The limitless one. Well, funny you said this. Didn't we say this last week? Th- that Paige should have said that exactly. Yeah, shit? that's exactly but what instead... I'm talking about, dude. Fucking Paige just dumbing shit down for, oh, the poor black man. That's fucking racist, man. That's super fucking racist. I don't know what to tell you. Clearly the guy didn't go to college. Fucking gross. But anyway. he was a teacher. Where's our big cat in the house? Ram. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> Renee is backstage. Uh, again, this time with Daniel Garcia. And he talks about uh, how, you know, the look at the the, the the sports teams are doing my dance. And look at how good my dance is. They and are. Then... I've seen that. They are fucking doing his dance, bro. Weirdos. No, it's fucking funny. Dude, it do you remember funny, when he started sweet. and I was like, good. Fucking lean into it. Do it all the time. That's why. It's something. He figured something out, right? Exactly. It's something. I don't know what the gimmick is exactly. Could he be a male stripper? Is that where we're going? That's what I mean. He should lean into it. It needs to be more. Tell me why you're dancing. What is it about is he this a dance? Big cat? What does this dance do for you, Daniel? Talk to me. Explain it to me. It, right? It'd be funny if he was on a boner doing it, though. I mean, I don't. I don't want to know. I just you. You can. You can be the one in charge of figuring <laughs> that out, Jimmy. Anyway, Don Callis uh, comes out. Don Callis comes out, and he wants to offer Garcia a spot in the Don Callis family. And then Garcia dances at him a little bit, and then walks away. (laughs) Oh man! And just quietly, Javi gets it, man. Wow. He's funny, and yeah, that what you said was fucking funny too, bro. I'm confused. I don't know anymore. We just we're bear we're bear catting everyone right now it's just they, you Everyone's know from there we can just stop this show we can just stop this show right now because it gets more ridiculous as we're going no we need to finish um there's a recap oh. from saturday's return of jade cargill and uh Who? jade cargill's gonna get a tbs championship match against chris statlander so <laughs> the big cats are coming bro and the crab cats Fucking- Bearcats are all over the place. <laughs> and the crab cats. But yeah, um, yeah, she is going to be. We should rename this the Wednesday Night Bearcat. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't make me laugh because I'm still not better yet, 100%. But it's funny because Ben also says Bearcats. 
Well, so, there you, you know, go. I found it funny because when I heard his show, like, I didn't know he was doing that shit too. And then I fucking laughed. I'm like, no way. And it was a coincidence because I didn't hear him do it. And we were doing it. You know what I mean? But now it's Bearcat City. So, um, and Crab Cats. But yes, she's going to win the Total Bullshit Championship next week or this week. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, doesn't make any sense. I like Liz's comment here since she's the, since she's the resident woman in the chat. Uh, and we, you know, we thank you for being here, Liz. She says, why isn't she going after Soraya for fluff sakes? That makes more fluffing sense. We said that last week. Yeah. I'm hoping she gets the TBS championship, then goes after Soraya and gets both. I, though. But it can't be competitive. She literally needs to squash Soraya, though. Yeah, she does. She ought to just go in and fucking dominate the women's division for a while until you figure out somebody else who can fucking take the belt off of her. Like, use what you have available. But no, we're just going to... The woman who is so good at literally everything except the wrestling portion of wrestling is getting rushed into a fucking match a week after she re-debuted to have a, a rematch against the worst fucking worker they have in this company. A Why? Storm is coming, Chris. Storm. Isn't that what it says at the start of, what's her name's song? Jay Cargill? A storm is coming. Whatever the fuck. Well, we're going to get a storm of a shit show of a match, and it's going to be competitive, which it shouldn't be, but I'm hoping she buries her, but I'm hoping for too much. I, I hope she just fucking come, goes in there and just runs her over. Just fucking. I hope she just runs her over. And then and then Jade just looks in the camera and she's like. That would be great. <sighs> just like start moving oh, her hands around like she's going to do sign language. And then she just flips the camera off. Like, no, I don't well, know. She does fucking, this. I don't know that fucking shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> she's uh, going to do that. You know what that Who's means, works, right? Statlander or Botch Mania Brook? You know what, man? It's a close fucking. Those two should. Those truth. two should make a fucking tag team. That's that's the truth. Those two should make a fucking tag team. But I honestly, Chris Statlander is worse. Again, Todd, I'm, I, we're having this discussion this morning for me, my time on the Next Level podcast, and he was pissed off with me because I kept saying he's got a weird obsession. Shout out to the vet. And big great Hernandez for a great show, actually. And Bin was on. He jumped on out of the blue. Um, but Todd, I'm going to say it again, bro. Yesterday was in the chat. Tonight, it's it's live. You've got a weird obsession with fucking Dana Brooke, bro. I'm telling you, he's got a crush. I'm convinced. Yeah. Pretty sure he wants to have babies. Little blonde babies <sighs> with plastic faces. <laughs> <laughs> and Batista dicks, right, Todd? Kavi <laughs> yeah, <laughs> says, Malakas. Right. You're the man, Kavi. That's exactly what. Malakas. <laughs> I like it. That's spreading the bear cats, the crab cats, and the Malakas are going worldwide, baby. That's awesome. That sounds like that <laughs> sounds like the tip like a typical AEW stable where it's three tag teams that are all in a stable with one another. <laughs> No problem. Can we get a there. crab cat stable? I, I mean, we need a crab cat stable and a bear cat fucking stable, and that's the AWs off to the races. No doubt. The limitless man. crab cats. 
Well, speaking of limitless, uh, Nick Wayne and Darby Allen versus yes. 2.0 is up next. And um, my frustration with 2.0 is limitless. Um, why, why are they still in a team with fucking Jake and fucking Anna? Like, I what don't know. I asked you this last week. Point? I was asking you this. Last they week. were together yeah. because they all appreciated Chris Jericho, right? Apparently, but apparently they don't appreciate him anymore. But do they just appreciate each other now? I don't understand. Are they just the appreciators or the unappreciated? Yeah, the or like the unappreciated. What, what's the fucking point of this team? Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I They appreciate it. I mean, I don't know, bro. I fucking can't answer this question, Chris. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I don't know. I, I thought I knew professional wrestling. Then I watched AEW. Clearly, I know nothing. All right. So Christian Cage's music hits, causing a distraction, which allows for 2.0 to get the upper hand over Nick Wayne. So again, it's, it's, it's now it's two fucking matches in a row where the 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 heels needed a distraction in order to get offense on yeah. their opponents who are smaller and skinnier and lighter than they are. They are. But is, is Todd fucking implying that I'm fat? Is that what he's saying? You, I mean... How would you, you could, take that? You could probably skip a meal, bro. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Do I look fucking fat, bro? For real? No, I'm just fucking with you, bro. Come on. I've got, I'm big boned. Stop it. I'm stop just, giving me, stop fat I'm shaming just... me, Chris. Same with you, Todd. That's right, Todd. Respect his authority. <laughs> Respect my authority. <laughs> uh... And who's Kevin fucking? Again, they're doing the Kevin crap in the chat. I don't, I don't know. You guys talk about Kevin. It's all good. It's your chat. It's your Is chat, it... chat. It's your chat. It's all good. He's um... fluffy. Wait, you. who's fluffy? Me? You? You're fluffy. No, no, you no, fluffy no, no, bastard. No, no. <laughs> she's calling me fluffy. Yeah, she's calling you fluffy. Anyway. Uh, that's good stuff. I don't think right. she's calling me fluffy. I hope she's not. Anyway, but anyway, let's continue. All right. So anyway, again, why does anyone need a distraction in order to get the upper hand on Nick Wayne? Like, <laughs> he's a fucking eighteen-year-old kid. He looks like a bean pole. He's getting his he does, fucking ass. He, he should get his ass kicked. It shouldn't be hard to beat up Nick fucking Wayne. This was a mess. Darby wins after a couple of dives and a coffin drop. Nothing about this match was good. The only entertaining thing here was Christian afterwards <laughs> saying, Hey, uh, Nick, li listen, I just, I want you to know that your mom, I went on your mom's Insta and uh, the only argument the only thing that i have to say is that she doesn't post enough bikini pics bro that was <laughs> good bro is she hot i gotta check her out she's all right like she's she's a bit of a oh, milf, so you, yeah. you've seen it wait wait you see oh yeah i did see her she's blonde isn't she yeah mm -hmm. yeah she's a fucking bear cat for sure i honestly yeah. dude honestly like do you know what would be the best fucking thing ever to happen would be for them to like bring out his mom and have her be like straight up like Christian's bitch and just like and just like but he have... grabs it by the hand like <laughs> yeah and she loves it and she loves it 
right? That would be fucking uh... awesome. That would be fantastic. And look at this motherfucker in the, in the chat saying, I wouldn't call you fat, Jimmy. That would be an insult to fat people. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wait, that's it. They, that's it. Go fuck Dana, Todd. That's it. That's it. Never, never am I not giving you the benefit of the doubt now. Right. You're going to be called the da- the the comment of Dana's from now on. Christian also not said it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to see you guys have wrestling matches, but not as embarrassing as losing to the Cleveland Browns. That was good too. That's true. I mean, who the fuck calls uh, their football team the Browns and expects them to be successful? I'll tell you, I uh, I'm, I'm I dropped the Cleveland saying. Browns off is definitely like a thing I've I've heard people say in reference to their shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, and look what Labrat says. That's a good one, man. CPS failed Nick Wayne. Poor kid. Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, this whole company's failed everybody, including us. And and you guys in the chat. They have. So let's not fail our chat. Main event time. Roderick Strong (laughs) versus Samoa Joe. Tony Schiavone begins the match saying that Joe will focus on the neck. And I thought... Yeah, imagine that. The guy who injured the other guy's neck is going to focus on the guy's neck because that's the part of the guy's body that's clearly injured because he's wearing a neck brace. Right. And then Samoa Joe didn't focus on the neck at all. Um, So that's fun. The match begins with Joe being just way too strong and way too good for Roddy. He can't get into the match. He keeps having to powder out, and basically every time he tries to lock up or go for a takedown or do anything, Joe just shrugs him off like, "Now nah, you little fucking rat. You're not you're not doing anything to me. <laughs> you little fucking rat. Um, Roddy is able to finally get some offense in because Joe was chasing him. And see, this is the actual situation where the heel can only get the offense – because of a distraction or because of cheating or because of whatever. This is the only time in the whole fucking night when that actually works as a logical point in the story, because Joe's a big, strong motherfucker and Roderick is a heel who needs to fucking cheat in order to get an upper hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. But who's the baby face? They're both heels. Now Joe's the, Joe's the face in this match. I, I don't, ah, he's not a face. Come on. He's bro. the face in this match. Nobody was cheering for Roderick fucking strong. No, but technically, uh, I don't know, bro. It's it's very Shades of Grey, even with Joe, bro. It's stupid because Shades of Grey is not a way to tell a fucking story. So Joe was the <laughs> face in this match. Well, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's what do you want fine. to talk about? <laughs> that's fine. No, really, I'm confused, bro, because the week before, he was a straight up heel. Tonight, I still look feel like he was sort of a heel. And yep. Roddy Strong, I have no idea. He's supposed to be a heel, a babyface, but he's telling a babyface story. He's a babyface every time they do a fucking video of him when he was growing up as a little kid and getting abused and shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like I was abused by my parents and I I went through physical abuse and all that other stuff. And wrestling is my outlet. And you're like, yeah, boo this man. Can I ask, didn't they do the exact same thing in NXT? Yes, and they did it way better in NXT. And I, didn't he have the same song that he has in AEW in NXT? Uh, if he didn't, it's similar enough to believe it, yep. No, it was. It was the same song. So what I'm trying to say is, I've seen this shit before. 
Yeah. Except it's done in the goofball way now. Yep. Which is why my name is Diminishing, Diminishing Returns. Returns. Ooh. That's why you need to yeah. buy these sandwiches, folks. So hey, Roddy hey. is able to land a couple of big moves as a result of the oh, kingdom uh, getting this. involved. And then Joe basically just shrugs him off a little bit, throws him on the ground, chokes him the fuck out. Uh, but wait, you missed out that he picked him up, which fucking annoyed me, bro. And he picked him up he, with ease. Yeah, Roderick Strong picked him up. Hey, Roderick's a good wrestler. I, I don't. I didn't even mind that he he's picked a, him up. But he's a vanilla midget, butt, dude. Yeah, he is. He really is. So Joe gets MJF at Grand Slam, and then afterwards, Joe cuts a <laughs> promo saying he's going to come kill MJF. He's going to take. I'm going to take everything from you, Max. Everything. I'm going to take everything from you, kid. Wasn't that a heel promo? Yeah, after being the so, face for the match. See what I mean? I like this. Says everyone in AEW is a heel at this point. Fluff me. And everyone's a face. And everyone is a everyone is whatever. Because because Tony Khan is such a lecherous, awful little motherfucker <laughs> that like his whole life has been, you know. Uh, uh, oh, morality is just a, is is just. A, a matter of where you're standing and no it isn't like there really is good things and bad things in the world it's like it's like you know a line that i really love um that talks about this did you ever see boondock saints no i haven't actually okay okay like i'm giving you some fucking like homework right now watch boondock saints it's so fucking good bro so it's these two brothers it's these two Irish brothers, right? And oh. they basically have like a like they they believe that they have like a calling from God to go and like kill bad people, right? And Says so they just they're just like wandering around Boston and they're just like fucking murking people who are awful shitty people, right? Great, great Is film. Right? in this film too, by any chance? No. Okay, all right. No. You gotta fucking watch Boondock Saints though, bro. It's so fucking good. Anyway, is it, is, is it on Netflix or what? What? What streaming? It, it might be. I have it on. I have I'll it on Blu-ray. It anyway, oh, I'll just download it. It'll be better anyway if I downloaded it. All right, watch it. And everybody, everybody in the chat, if you haven't watched Boondock Saints, fucking watch Boondock Saints. That movie is brilliant. It's so fucking good. Anyway, there's a there's a part of the movie where the brothers are finally like coming out and they're showing the world who they are, right? And they're basically like coming out to the world as like we're here and we're going to fucking kill bad guys, right? And um one of the questions that's answered in that scene is is you know, people are like, "Oh, but not everybody believes in the same thing that they believe and all this other shit," right? And they say, right? Um there are certain or uh do not kill, do not steal, do not rape. These are principles which every man of every faith can embrace, right? And, uh, like, there is such a thing as morality. It's like that's the focus of it. Yeah, the guy who played Daryl from The Walking Dead is in it. Um, and William Def- and Willem Dafoe is fucking perfect in that movie, bro. He plays, a like, a super gay detective, but he's super gay and also, like, he hates, like, femininity. So, like, there's a fucking, there's a great scene in there. I don't want to spoil it for, for too many people, but, like, there's a scene in it where, like, he's just had sex with this dude, and he's on the phone, and he's, like, basically, uh-huh. like, getting ready to go to work, and this guy's, like, trying to, like, 
is is like trying to like cuddle up with him, and he fucking smacks him, and the guy's like, oh, "I just wanted to cuddle," and Willem Dafoe's like, "Cuddle? What a fag!" And then he puts his shit on and he goes to work. It's like, fuck, I love this movie so you good. Know, there are gay people that are kind of like that dude, but they're, they're kind of confused. But you know oh I mean? man, no, I don't think it's confused. I think Not it's confused. A, like, Right. There are lots of gay guys who are like super fucking tough dudes. And that's why I said like I think I really think that like having a gay guy who's a super tough fucking dude, like just a fucking badass who happens to be gay would be an absolute fucking godsend for pro wrestling. If we could get that huh. character who's like an openly gay character but who is like no I don't want to talk about it, no I'm not coming out with pink, no I'm not fucking doing any of that fucking girly shit, okay? In my private life, I'm gay. gay. All right. In my private life, I'm gay. But that's it. Like I'm also a really great fucking wrestler. Um, and they awesome. and they kind of borderline raping motherfuckers. No, why do you always like whispering, go there with whispering in the ear and be like, "I'll fuck you," literally, if you don't fucking give me a title shot. No, <laughs> no, nah, I'm fucking around. I'm not no. gay. Anyone? Stop it's it. Please. Terrible. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, Roddy, Roddy, as soon as Adam Cole comes, starts coming down to check on him. Roddy falls down right away and is like, "Oh my neck, uh, Adam, Adam." Um, I'm assuming that's a rib on fucking MJF, right? I guess it's really. Stupid. And why is Adam? And why is Adam Cole so dumb to like fall for this shit every time? Right, like, I mean, Adam Cole is the dumbest man in professional wrestling. I mean, who does he care more about? Is this a story? This is what you call storytelling, right? So it's all about Adam Cole. Who does he love more? Would it be Roddy Strong? Or That's right. Maxwell, Jacob, Freeman, your scumbag. That's right. Does he love this I mean, scumbag whose parents beat him? Or does he or is love it himself? your scumbag who... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't we know we know for sure he doesn't love Britt Baker and just show the clip of him being like, um, I care very strongly for Britt. That was bad, bro. <laughs> if I did that on the air and my missus heard that shit, I'm telling you now, yeah, dude. You're like, out. I'll you're, be out of the house. The yeah, out. I'm gone. Yeah. yeah, your shit's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Susie, he had to... Uh, to me, that wasn't even a joke, dude. Like, I thought... I, like, why would you say that? Like, it just doesn't make sense, man. And maybe yeah. he does, he did love Claudio the most, but now Moxie loves Claudio the most. I think I think Eddie might love Claudio the most. Oh well, yes, I forgot. There's the other fucking gay story fucking line too. I forgot. There's a bunch There's of a them. lot of sexual tension. There's a lot of sexual tension there. Awful lot of that. Anyway, uh, Cole it takes it, this fucking ending sequence. This was a weird finish. So Joe I wins the match, the finish, cuts the promo, he leaves. And then Adam Cole comes out, Roddy drops. He's fucking on the ground for like way too long. Like way too long. They finally like slowly get him get him get him out of the arena. And as they're getting him out of the arena, Joe shows back up to choke out Adam Cole and be like, When I said I was gonna take everything from you, Max, I meant everything. And it's like Okay, Joe's. So Joe's even threatening to take your lover away, Max. That's really yeah, Max. I, I think he's gonna beat up your Max. boyfriend, Max. Uh, oh God, weird. He's gonna end of choke the show. out fucking Brie Baker on oh, no, us. Actually, maybe he does he doesn't love her? 
Right. Yeah. It wouldn't it? Adam Cole would just be like, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, I if mean, he if he's choking out Max, you know, Adam Cole's gonna be there. He's gonna be like, hey, you fucking leave my friend alone. I love Max. Right, and then yeah. and then he's gonna be, even like you know I mean he choked out fucking Roddy and he and Adam Cole was like man like Roddy are you okay are you okay Roddy and then then yeah Joe's gonna choke out Britt Baker and he's gonna be like huh yeah, anyway bro. you want to get wings oh Jesus <laughs> and and Mister fucking Midi M Five I don't know why you got all these different gimmicks all the time but. No, I don't want Chris Hero returning. I don't want Cash's Ono returning. Speaking of fat fucks, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, do you want? Chris I love his fucking return, entrance. Bro? Theme, I don't. His entrance theme was the bomb. Me though. too. The Cash's Ono one you're talking about. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that one. You know what? Awesome. Yeah, I was secretly liking that theme too. I never told anybody, but yeah, I, I kind of liked it too. I'm not sure why. Yeah, I used though. to. Uh... I used I and I used his entrance. I used his entrance in like uh, WB? one of the 2K games. 2K? Yeah, Me awesome. Too. It's a great entrance. I use it as a show right. entrance, but yeah, good Which stuff. All right, yeah, there we go. So <laughs> yeah, go Chris Hero. Um, <laughs> like go somewhere. Chris Hero and Kevin Panetta need to like get together and do sit ups, and then Ooh. you know, it'd be good for both of yeah. them. I mean. Yeah. It would be, except poor old Chris Hirad does have a thyroid issue. Yeah, he's a fat. He's fuck. more than sit ups. He's a fat he's fuck, a, right? He needs he's more a fat fuck. Replacement. Yeah. yeah, he's fucking fat. Anyway, um, no, I'm just kidding. Chris Hero's great. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, Jimmy. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, letter grades. Um, really? Do I have to really give it a letter grade? Um, uh, uh, D. Honestly, yeah. D minus. Actually, fuck it. I'll say E. e. It's borderlining F, bro. Seriously. I'm not going to lie. I've given out a lot of Fs to this show. Yeah. But it wasn't that good. What What was the good, the best thing about this show? You tell me, honestly. Tony Storm and Christian being a smartass. And how long did that go for combined? Uh, yep. Not, not nearly long enough. And the match that Tony Storm had was absolute fucking atrocious it was the absolute shits bro well it's an e and, and you know what he didn't even do a dad joke and i'm talking about christian i was hoping for that yeah. and then it would have i would have given it a d honestly there's so many dad jokes you can make it's just like come on come on he missed the boat there bro he missed the boat missed come the... On. that's all right he gave a mum joke but still oh and the browns line sorry you're right that's true news that's, yeah, that's quite a few. Yeah, he should have. He should have been like. He should have been like. In two you lost your tag team match. Uh, tell me, uh, tell me about your papas. <laughs> your puppies. Your puppies. Uh, not puppies. Yeah. Papi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, not 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 titties. Um, but yes to titties because chin up, tits out, and watch for the up. shoe. Um. <laughs> Not a fucking guy's ass, Chris. Stop thinking dirty. I I don't ever think about a guy's ass like that. That well, is a why purely are you at me Greek every time I say for, it. For you, that, for that always thought laugh. to go. Because I know that you're Greek. And I know that you're I'm having talking, weird thoughts. I'm talking female backsides, dude. Fucking hell. I can't even say that anymore. Bear cats. <laughs> crab cats. 
All right. Jimmy, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me right here on the PWC network for every week. And I'm not going to say for five bucks, but for Crab Cats, which means peanuts, you can find all our shows. Um, just quietly, because before I continue on, does the song sound slow to you in the background? Not right now, but it has in the past. Okay, because it is for me right now. I don't know why. Anyway, um, you can follow me on the Twitter at DJ Mass or sorry, the X, and also at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network, where you can find all our shows, like I said just before. Channelattitude.com, where for five bucks, <laughs> I love that, with Lab Rat, Crab Cat, where for five bucks, you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling. And I already said channelattitude.com. And also, how many media group.podbean.com for all our Philly shows. And that's a wrap for me, Chris. And anyone, anyone else? Anything else? I don't think so. Uh, no, just me now, I guess. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, you can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else comes to my mind. Um, you can also find me right here on the PWC Network, which you're listening to. If you're listening to us, you already know what kind of shows we do. Uh, we're going to have a machismo at some point. We may have a, a tomorrow. Yes. Actually, we may oh, have yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh We're hoping. We're hoping to hear back from him. Uh, we're not going to spoil it in case he doesn't show up. But if he does, hey, uh, we'll have a new voice. And uh, we might even be able to, to up our, our levels of Judaism uh, back to the back to the levels of, of where it has been in the past. It was one third of us. One third of us is Jewish. And also whatever percentage of me is Jewish, like 25 percent or something. Um, yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, dude, my uncle was in do. the concentration camp. Oh, well, maybe I did know that. Yeah. But I forgot. Out of sight, out of mind, if you know what I mean. Oh, I'm going to call you a fucking Jew from now. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> call me whatever you want. Anyway. Um, <laughs> call me whatever you want. Just continue to call me handsome. Um, oh. You can also find me on channelattitude.com. Uh, for five bucks a month, you can get all the best professional wrestling podcasts in the world. Um, including, uh, I'm on, uh, uh, the, the smack attack, this, this, the snack show, the smack attack, uh, with John Enright and Jimmy also on rampage uncaged. Uh, what's the tagline for that again? Unhinged, uncensored, uncaged rampage uncaged. <laughs> uh, you can also find me. You can also find me on Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning, central standard time. Uh, remember, folks, after the wreckage, or after the collision, we sit through. <laughs> the wreckage. The wreckage. That's funny. Um, uh... Yeah. Other than that, I want to say thank you to everybody who was in the chat, everybody who was watching. We've had a lot of views. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the view yeah, count here, Jimmy, but What's holy shit, it's fucking popping. We're popular. Woo! Yeah, we're happy to have you here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, for listening. Thank you to everybody in the chat who's added to the show. You guys continue to amaze us. We love you. We're super happy that you're here. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, most importantly, share. Just, like, share it out to people. And yeah, tell them how please. awesome we are because we're fucking awesome. And we know you know. And we want other people that you know to know that you know that we know that I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, share us out. We love you very much. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Bye-bye. Ole. 
and crab cats and big Rawr. cats. Rawr, yeah. Rawr. <laughs> I don't know why that's getting over, but whatever. Rawr. Stay evil, <laughs> my friends.
seen some uh, some glimmers of hope from Roderick Strong, but it's been mostly Samoa Joe, Taz. It has been, but now Rod, Roddy Strong is coming back. He's coming back from a hellacious, beat, hellacious beating that Joe put on him, and it focused on that neck. These legs quite nice. How about that drop kick on Joe's head when Joe's head was way down low? Quick, athletic, lateral press. Barely a one count from referee Paul Turner. Quick right there with the forearm inside the forearm, crooked a bicep right across the jawline with a tight rear chin lock with a good gable grip. Good job by Roddy Strong. He's a technician's technician, if you know what I mean. Roddy Strong squeezing the head and neck of Samoa Joe, but Joe fights out of it, sends Roddy to the corner, boot up into the jaw. And as we've been pointing out, oh! amazing opportunity for one of these athletes to advance. Hold on. Now Roderick, the cover, the far leg is hooked. Joe able to kick out. To advance to Queens, New York City next week to get an opportunity at the AW World Champion, MJF. I mean, the comments from Adam Cole earlier tonight when Roddy was talking about the match, saying you'll break your neck, he was concerned about it. I mean, there, there's still some, yeah, some feelings there as far as Adam is concerned. I, yeah, I get that. Well, they, they're still friends. I mean, you know, now look at this. Turnabout's fair play right in Scotland. Yeah, they go with the neck of Joe. Roderick Strong with the neck crank. And both of these men, to each of your point, motivated for more than just a shot at the AEW World Championship. Both Roderick Strong and Samoa Joe want to get their hands on MJF as Samoa Joe. Oh, my God. Manhattan drop, and Joe comes in the high move. How quick is Joe? He's so quick. Amazing. The senton, the cover. Roderick Strong able to kick out. I have a long history with Samoa Joe. Goes back a long time ago. I respect this man. I consider him a close friend. And I'll tell you what, you can watch this. These transitions and the movements, the sequence by Samoa Joe. Kick to the mush. And then watch how quick the athleticism has got. 300-plus pounds of Samoa Joe. Crashing down oh. Roderick Strong. Got him here. The power slam, and oh, just barely. Sorry about that. That snapping power slam, the quick rotation of the hips, and the quick feet. That shows you the athleticism. Watch how quick the rotation of the hips and the feet are to pull that off. Look how crazy that cover. Still, Roddy got out of it. Yeah, that was a very tight cover by Samoa Joe, but Roderick still in this fight, still with oh, an opportunity oh to God. advance to Dynamite Grand Slam. Oh, 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 it, oh. I thought he was going to try to... Nope. Got out of it. Boot up into the face, Roderick Strong. The NZ Gary staggers Samoa Joe. And Roddy just throwing his body at Joe, trying to take him off his feet. Third time's the charm for Roderick Strong. It worked. Very tenacious in his actions, and it worked by Strong. And Roddy! The knee strike coming in underneath the jaw. But Joe hammered down at the neck. And wow! Wow! Leaves his feet with the lariat, but takes Joe down. The far leg hooks. Utilize the ropes and the ring and his quick feet that Roger Strong with that flying clothesline running take down Samoa Joe. Well, you can see that both men are spent here, man. This has been a hell of a match. I got to give Roddy credit. There's so much at stake as we yeah. know, guys. We get a shot at the world champion next week. On the biggest stage Dynamite has to offer Grand Slam. A week from tonight, Roderick Strong looking for the stronghold on Samoa Joe. It's a big man trying to get over Excalibur. Yeah, no, that's true. I'll speak for Excalibur. You're right, Shivani. I spoke for you, Excalibur. Thanks, Taz. Up kick by Samoa Joe. Roderick escapes out of the corner. The catch was here. Oh, my God. Joe spiking oh. Roderick Strong. No. Oh. Oh, my God. That was nasty. Joe's spinning it out. You can see it. You can hear it on that last one.
Joe backing Roderick up to the corner. Could be thinking muscle buster. Oh, oh, with the next situation of Roddy Strong. Oh, oh. 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 Mike Bennett, I believe. Yeah, this this is the first time we've seen the kingdom. Oh, my God. Look at Roderick Strong. How did he do that? My God. Roderick was in serious jeopardy. And now the kingdom might have shifted the balance to and oh, so close. Did you see how near Paul Turner's hand was to the canvas? Super close. What a battle here. Roderick Strong very nearly punching his ticket to Dynamite Grand Slam to an AEW World Championship title match with MJF. He needs to keep the pressure on as Chuck oh, just batting him out of the air. He, he went air oh, Got that choke in, got the grips in. It's locked in tight. Roderick Strong. He's forced to tap out. Taven immediately into the ring. But fans, we now know one week from tonight, the AEW World Championship match, it will be MJF Samoa Joe one-on-one -on -one Dynamite Grand Slam. Well, congratulations to Samoa Joe on winning this tournament. It was brutal. And I'll tell you what, you got to wonder the condition right now of Roderick Strong. He is hurt. Oh, Max! It's a frightening look right there, guys. It seems my little prophecy has come true. And next week, I go to your backyard, and I'm coming for you. Because I'm going to walk you down. I'm going to beat you up. And I'm gonna take everything you have, kid. Everything. Joe's not playing games, boys. Yeah, we know how much that AEW World Championship means to MJF. Will his reign end? In the shadow of his hometown, will Samoa Joe be crowned AEW World Champion one week from tonight? We will find out at Dynamite Grand Slam. Can't doubt the momentum, Shivani, that Samoa Joe has right now going into Grand Slam next week. Yeah, Taz, you know as well as anybody, momentum plays a big part of wins and losses in pro wrestling. There we go. There's the Roderick Strong to his feet. He put up a hell of a fight. Oh. Is that a cold? Oh, coming down to the ramp. Get on. Get on. Oh, no, Rock. Oh, convenient that the. What a phony. That the neck injury. He fell off his feet. Tights. You saw that. Doc Samson in the ramp to check on Robert Strong and his, his neck health. You can get a stinger. You could, I understand it looked like as soon as he looked, he fell to the ground, but that could have happened. You know, if you're in a shot, I mean, he went through a hellacious battle for Joe. Yes, yes, he did, but when he saw Adam Cole, he fell down. But I'm telling you, you can get that type of a shot that could, when you turn your head and your body. Okay. Granted, didn't look that way.
On the doctor's seat, it's concerned. Well, they got it. I mean, this, yeah, this is out of, out of an abundance of caution. Whether, whether Roderick Strong is legitimately injured or not, they have to treat it as such. And so now placing Roderick on the backboard. I mean, he got blasted in midair with a giant clothesline from a 300 pound killer. And then got choked with, with a real choke with the grips in. I mean, by Samoa Joe, too. I mean, like, you know, it's a lot, but a guy with, with a bad neck to begin with. And while he's, he's on the backboard, Roderick Strong calling out to his former best friend, calling out Adam Cole's name as the kingdom, like Bennett and Matt Taven. Trying to keep Adam Cole away from Robert Strong. Adam! I can't see him! You've done enough! You've done enough! Shut up! You came down and this is what happened! This is what happened! We have to applaud the professionalism of our medical team. Not taking any chances, Tony. No, that's it. It's not working. This is what they have to do. Right, they've got a bunch right. of bozos screaming back and forth. There's a lot of tension. I wouldn't call them bozos. I mean, Kingdom's upset without Cole. Yeah, the Kingdom trying to remind Cole that they were the ones that were there for Robert Strong. This is a very, very tense situation, man. Oh boy! Everything! Everything makes, makes everything! I'm taking everything from you! Joe said he's gonna take everything from, from MJF! And that includes Adam Cole! I thought he was, I thought he was just talking about the AW World Championship, but choking out Adam Cole at the top of the stage! If MJF had some motivation before, he's got 10 times that right now well, for next Wednesday, Excalibur and Taz. It could be motivation, but also if you're MJF, you better start thinking, man, I'm in grave danger. Yeah, remember, MJF coming into that match next Wednesday night with a neck injury of his own. Samoa Joe, MJF, AEW World Championship title match, Dynamite Grand Slam. It doesn't get any bigger for Dynamite than this match one week from tonight.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.